Papa Smurf is a pedophile. Okay? That's what it is. Papa Smurf. You may not have known this, but Papa Smurf was on Epstein's jet and he's been on that island. What's up, you piece of fucking shit? What's up, you waste of, you fucking waste of sperm? What's up? That's a great way to lose a following. Just fucking... <laughs> Just get on here. Beginning of every episode, just fucking tear you guys apart for no reason. I don't mean it. That would be fun, though. Maybe I should just call out like a random name. Just like make up a name. Hope that's the name of somebody listening and just give them a fucking heart attack. That would be great. Or just give like random advice to somebody. Actually, I'm going to do that right now. Fucking Jonathan Withers. This is for Jonathan Withers. Listen, buddy. I heard that your girlfriend, um, your high school girlfriend, you guys are doing long distance. Okay. You're staying with your high school girlfriend in college. That's awesome, dude. You guys go to the same college. Oh, you don't. You don't go to. Okay. Oh no, is that a problem? No, that, I mean that's that's not a problem. You know, a lot of people could work it out or whatever. What did she? You haven't talked to her in a couple weeks. Well, oh, she. Oh, three weeks. That's a that's a long time. She hasn't called you. No. What did she say? Oh, she's really backed up in anatomy. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure she's super backed up in anatomy. I mean, swallowing that much frat house cum definitely backs up the digestive system a little bit. <laughs> right. No, dude. No, dude. She's not. No, she's definitely not cheating on me. She said she'll love me forever. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. My dog said the same thing, and then he fucking died. So you know, riddle me that, Justin or Jonathan. Sorry, I forgot the name. <laughs> okay. My fucking my dog said the same thing. He looked at me. He's like, "I'll love you forever." I go, "You can't love me forever if you're fucking dead." All right, but that's <laughs> this is a weird start. I'm sorry. Um, this is. Right? Jonathan, let it go. I love her though. She's sucking Fred House cock. Yeah. She said she's busy with anatomy. Yeah. She's busy learning the ins and out of the Gluck Gluck 9000. Okay? Every time you pick up the phone, if she goes, what was that? That's. If you go, hey, babe, she goes, one second. How's your day? <laughs> Dude, just tell her you want the college experience because she's clearly doing the same, right? That's always hilarious in a relationship. Anybody who's ever in a relationship, if your spouse, or not spouse, that's stupid, you're in high school. If your fucking girl, if your fucking partner looks at you and they go, I love you, but I want the college experience, that means I don't love you and I want to fuck the quarterback. That's, or that means the other way around, I don't love you and I want to fuck 18 sorority girls so that's that's what that means if you ever confused and you're like what does that mean that's what that means okay you fucking losers so fucking remember that and put it in your little noggin there and make sure you don't forget it because if you do you're a bitch you stupid little loser oh my god that reminded me you guys i don't know if you're not from america you might not know this show but there was a show called the biggest loser it's off the air now because it was kind of fucked up but i mean i mean like the like the idea was there it was like, I mean, it was, I don't know. They fucked up at one point along the line. Essentially, the, the entire point of the show was that it, who could like, the biggest loser was like, who could lose the most amount of weight in the least amount of time? And then whoever loses the most amount of weight, you're considered the biggest loser, which by the way, probably first of all, definitely should have renamed the show. That was like, really? <laughs> right? Like, even if you won, they would like walk up to you to like, here's your trophy. 
2022 biggest fucking loser and you're like this doesn't this doesn't feel great actually i can you like change it i don't know <laughs> can you like you're like i'm not putting this in my house they're like you're they're like but you're 2020's biggest fucking loser you're the biggest fucking loser here and you're like can you stop saying that like that kind of fucking hurts dude like quit it <laughs> that show my mom used to watch that show because she saw it, I mean, I see it through like the cynical eyes, obviously, because I'm fucked up and I like to think of everything in a negative way. And I look at it that way because everything in a negative way is usually funnier. And my mom saw it. She's like, this is amazing. I can't believe these people are, they're so strong. They're able to lose this much weight and like push like this. And like, yes, that was half the show, which is great. And that's awesome, right? If these people, they truly wanted to come on, they wanted to lose weight and they did. And that's awesome. And that's, a, and that's you know, you would think that that's a great premise. But the other half of the show that a lot of people tended to ignore, but I thought was probably the worst and also the funniest part of the show was like every week, like they would do like cutaway scenes where it was like this celebrity trainer who was like clearly just completely out of touch with reality <laughs> and like just like have no idea what's going on and like don't eat enough carbs to get proper blood flow to the brain. And then so they would just snap every once in a while. And so somebody would like, put all their effort into like losing weight and like sometimes you know sometimes you just when you're trying to lose weight or gain weight sometimes you know it's stuff happens in life where it fluctuates and you can't always control it exactly how you want it to no matter how much work you're putting in and that's just how the human body is and so (laughs) you would be like cutaway scenes and the person would uh the trainer there would be like a cutaway scene with the trainer and then like the person who's like on the show like trying to lose weight and they'd be like, you only lost three pounds last week. And they're like, I was trying my hardest. So like, that's great. But your husband did send already send over the divorce papers because you're a fucking piece of shit. And then I'm like, they would just go in and I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this show? Like, what's going on? Like there would be like one person who like lose like fifth, like 20 pounds in a week. And they're like, that's yeah, fucking you're an animal. You're a fucking animal. Meanwhile, like if you look at like actual data nowadays of like what's a healthy amount of weight to lose per week, like you shouldn't lose more than like, I believe it's two to five pounds. That might even be a little bit extra like per week. Otherwise, that's like extremely unhealthy. (laughs) And these trainers would be like, if you don't lose 50 pounds by next week, I'm going to fucking put a gun to your head. And you're like, what is this show, dude? And these trainers too, they sounded like such cocky pricks. Like somebody would be like, it's so, I don't know. I think it's something in me. It's so hard to stay away from sugar. And the trainer would be like, that's crazy. I haven't eaten a carb since 05. And you're like, what? (laughs) They're like, I haven't eaten a gram of sugar since probably 99. And you're like, how, when did you stop eating sugar? They're like nine years old because I'm a fucking athlete. And it's like, all right, dude. You could have a piece of cake. Calm down. Maybe that'll fucking fix your anger problems. That show was terrible. <laughs> it was a good thing they took it off the air because that was just, you know, that was a little bit too much. Obviously, most of the show was not as bad as I was like, I'm explaining it to be. Most of the show was good in a sense. The premise was there. Like I said, the idea was there. But like a lot of the times they just really, they just really missed the mark. I don't know. Those trainers, those trainers, sometimes they just feel like fucking, they're just like so out of touch with reality that they're almost like a social, like a outcast or something like that, I guess. Which like, by the way, I was thinking about that recently. What's like this whole, I feel like everybody nowadays wants to be like an outcast, right? Like everybody really wants to be different. Like you ever see these people? Like they like try, like it's okay, like it's okay to be like a regular person. Like that's probably, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like fine. 
You know, like you don't like you don't need to be a social outcast. Like that shouldn't be like the goal when you wake up every day and you're like, I'm just so different. Like you, like they'll I'll see people on the internet who are like on TikTok and they're like, listen, like not everybody gets me. I'm just like a social outcast. It's like Jennifer, you work for Facebook. Like shut the fuck up. You don't okay? They're like, I'm so I don't <laughs> I don't fit in. You actually fit in perfectly. You actually work. You work for the company that is moving in the direction of the future is what you work for, you know, or like, you know what I'm saying? It's like kind of like the same thing when people are always like eat the rich, you know, or like, you know, fight for they're like, fuck these billionaires. And then they turn around and then they go like back to their IT company that like pays them 200K a year. Like, you can't you are the rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, well, no, the 1% is making over 250K. And it's like, okay, cool. You're fucking 50K behind. You fucking live in a in a beautiful loft in New York City. Like, shut the fuck up, okay? You want to eat the rich, eat yourself. Like, they're like, eat the rich, fuck Bezos. They're like, fuck Zuckerberg. What a bitch. Like, you work for Zuckerberg. You work at Facebook or Meta or whatever, you know? You're like, fuck the billionaires. You are helping him. You work there. And you're like, well, I mean, I can't find another job. I mean, I can't. <laughs> it's like, don't talk shit when you're clearly, I mean, part of the problem that you, part of the problem that you say is a problem. I don't know, man. Like, seriously, some of these people, some of these people go out of way to be unique so much that I'm like, you're clearly just like mentally unstable and like, you definitely shouldn't have children. That's another thing. You know what's funny too? It's like that I've been realizing whenever like, you know how when you tell someone, it's mainly like an older generation, when you tell like the older generation and you're like, I don't want to have kids. You're like, that's so selfish of you. First of all, why are we even encouraging people to have more kids like you're are you aware that like we like you know like the world's like kind of overpopulated you know what i'm saying like it kind of it kind of is you know like we're kind of getting to that point like everybody not everybody needs to have like fucking you know 10 to 12 kids that was like you know during like the baby boomer era like yeah it was much it was much easier for like people to like have kids like you could just have there were people who would like liver literally like they would have like a decently nice home 11 children and then like they would like work and then like both like the mother and the father would like both work at like the local grocery store and like be able to afford everything. And it's like, well, well, <laughs> it's like things have changed, dude. Like things have changed. Okay. You can't just go around. They're like, why don't you ha- want to have another kid? And it's like, well, because for fucking every kid costs like $250,000 to like raise them. I-, I think that's like a number. I forget the number to like raise a kid, but they're like, maybe cause it costs like a lot of fucking money. Like you can't have like 11 kids and $3 to your name and then just raise them all perfectly. Like, that's not fucking possible. Also, I don't get why we're encouraging all these people to have children. Have you met people? You should have to go through some type of, like, consulting or some type of questionnaire before you have a kid. You know what I'm saying? Some of these people are, like, really stupid, right? Like, you should be able to, like, like I was saying, you should have a questionnaire to decide whether or not you're allowed to have a kid. And, like, a lot of people be like, well, that's not... A lot of people, you know, they don't have proper... You know, sometimes education. No, 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 no. This isn't about education. This isn't about, you know, what school you went to. This is, no, 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 no. This is just common, basic sense. Because there's people who went to very, very well-off schools that are fucking morons, that are fucking stupid people, right? Like, if you asked her, you should be on a questionnaire and you'd be like, are you gonna talk to your kid more than once a week? And they're gonna be like, well, I don't really see the need to talk to them. They have friends. I don't, <laughs> right? Like, they're gonna be like, I don't know. They have friends. They could fucking figure it out. 
And then it's like, okay, that's okay, that's a red flag. And then like, you know, so it's not necessarily about education, it's just about common sense and like common parenting. Because a lot of people should not have kids and we don't talk about it enough. So I'm sick and tired of people going around and especially people in the older generation are like, it's so selfish for you to not have a kid. All you're doing is worry about yourself. It's it's selfish of you to have a kid and then just sit there and neglect it. And they're going to be like, I don't know why little Timmy is so depressed. I feed him and I put a roof over his head and I call him a piece of shit once a week. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why he's so sad. He has a bed to lay in and food to eat. What do I need to do? Like fucking hang out with him? Ask him about his problems? I didn't know he was fucking planning a school shooting. What was I supposed to know? How was I supposed to know that? Come on. I mean, come on. Like, what's the big... How is anybody supposed to... parenting, okay? I thought all it was was you fucking... You raise the kid. And, you know, every once in a while, all you got to do is, like, remember their name and hope that they get to school. That's pretty much it. Now, all of a sudden, with, like, the internet and shit, people are saying you got to, like, watch what they're doing online. Who cares? Let them do whatever they want. (laughs) That's the funny thing, too, with those parents whenever, like, a school shooting happens. That's why I think parents of the school shooters should be held be held just as accountable like there was like a recent shooting school shooting i think it was like a month ago i could talk about it now because it was a month ago i would have talked about it the week after but that's not important but the important okay the don't don't dwell on that just dwell dwell right dwell right past it as a matter of fact but the thing about that is like i always think it's so like the parents should be held just as accountable because when you think about it like there was like one recently where the kid they were like i Little, like, you hear it's the same thing every time. They're like, I, little Billy, he was such a good guy. I, I would never, I never even saw it coming. And then, like, you go back in their history. There was, like, multiple times where, like, the kid, like, came up to the teacher in class and then the teacher called home. They're like, hey, like, I don't mean to alarm you, but, like, little Billy handed me a note that said you're next. And, like, I'm kind of worried for my life, but I'm not 100% sure, like, if we should, like, you know, kind of be concerned about this. And then the parents just, like, dismiss it. And then, like, a month later little Billy comes back and he like shows his parents a little picture and they're like, Oh wow. And the mom just like looks at it and she's like, wow, Billy, that's, I like the detail on uh, Mrs. Smith's severed skull here. Did you do that yourself? That's wow. That's beautiful shading. You could really tell that she's in agonizing pain and torture. That's amazing. I, I really like what you've done with this piece. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> then the parents go on the news. They go, I just thought he was creative. He's fucking mentally unstable. Okay. He's fucking out of his mind. Like, and look, a lot of these kids, all they need is just like proper help and like proper care. And once again, going back to it, those are those same parents that'll be like, it's so selfish of you not to have a kid. It's selfish of you to fucking just neglect your kid and be like, you know, especially like some of those dads who just like neglect the shit out of their kid that turns into a school shooter. Like, I didn't fucking... How was I supposed to know that showing him how to shoot an AK-47 every week was going to cause mental problems by the time he was 11? I didn't know that. So what? I hit him over the head with the barrel of the gun every once in a while. He was acting like a fucking idiot. I don't know what you want. (laughs) What did you want me to do? All right? What did you want me to talk to him with words? What do I look like? A fucking philosopher? By the way, I didn't mess up that word. That was obviously part of the bit in case you're fucking stupid and thought it wasn't. Okay, that was mean. You're not stupid, but I'm just letting you know, right? <laughs> right? They get on there. They're like, what am I, some intellectual? What, is, what am I? What am I? What am I, some intellect, 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 titty? I don't fucking, I'm, 
I'm not a Presidente of the United Estates. The fuck is wrong with you? All I know is gun. <laughs> All I know is guns, God, and 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 fucking bad bitches. Gun, God, and bad bitches. I don't know about raising a child. Fucking pussy. Right? What do you think, sir? <laughs> I'm not letting go of this bed. What do you? Hold on. <laughs> sir. Sir, listen, we just want to ask you a few questions because your, ki- your kid did shoot, a, like, kill 20 people over the weekend. So we just want to ask, do, have you ever, did you ever praise your kid? Did you ever maybe say anything that might have hurt his feelings? And then, like, they're going to be like, fucking hurt his feelings? Did he say that? You're like, yeah, he said that you every once in a while would hurt his feelings. Well, I was just trying to toughen him up, okay? I didn't know what to do, all right? Nobody tells you there's no book on parenting, okay? Uh, sir, there's actually there's actually like a multitude of uh, books like written, written on parenting that you probably could have uh, went to. You also could have like went to therapy. Therapy? What? What am I, a fucking communist? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know why you're blaming me. I thought he was just a little creative. I didn't know he was plotting. I didn't know. So I know I'm aware he brought his gun to school every day. He said it was for... He's got a FOID. Okay. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a, uh, 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 fuck is that called? Son of a bitch. A carry, a carrying license. What is that? He's got a concealed carry. I know he's 11. Do I think it's dangerous? No. What if the teacher hit him the wrong way? (laughs) Are you saying that you would want your child to shoot the teacher? If she gets out of line, yes, absolutely. absolutely no doubt about it also he walks home by himself what if he needs protection from who sir i don't don't fucking know what if somebody throws him in his van so you think giving an 11 year old a gun and teaching him how to use it and also neglecting him was a good idea it makes him tough okay it makes him tough everybody makes mistakes so he killed 20 people Dahmer killed 40 and everybody loved him on that new netflix show that's Sir, you know that wasn't actually Jeffrey Dahmer in the documentary. Don't you insult me, bitch. I don't give a fuck. What do you mean that wasn't actually Dahmer? What? What? He? They killed him. I didn't know that. Hell. Shit. Fuck. All right. You got me there. <laughs> oh, man. The bottom line here. That was a long bit. The, bo- the bottom line is some people... You don't have to have kids. A lot of you probably shouldn't have kids, okay? And a lot of people do have kids who shouldn't have kids. And that's why, you know, a lot of people, they're like, oh, China, they fucking could only have like one kid. And then if you have too many, they like kill the kid, right? They just like show up to your house and they're like, (laughs) right? And look, I'm not saying what China's doing is good or bad, but I mean, it's up. They're solving a lot of problems. They're solving a lot of problems. They're creating opportunities. Some people see it, right? They killed an innocent child. Some people see it. They go, they killed an innocent child. Other people look at it. They go, that's one less kid to compete for that job. (laughs) Look, I'm not saying we should do it in the US because yeah, that's fucked up killing a kid, right? They just like walk into your house. They're like, (laughs) they walk into your house. They're like, oh my God, is that a new one? You're like, yeah. They're like, oh, beautiful. So is that, that's your third? 
That's your that is your third. Wow. What's their name? Ashley. That's beautiful. Kill it. What? K- kill the fucking baby. What it <laughs> That's That's funny. Murder your child or I'll do it. <laughs> that's not funny. Don't laugh at that. If you laughed at that, you're a piece of shit. Don't laugh. Okay? That's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. Okay? Anyways, just talk to your kids, okay? If you're older, all right? If your kid if your kid has anxiety, that might not be your fault. If your kid shoots up a school, that's probably your fault. That's all I'm trying to say. And all I'm really trying to say is don't quit pressuring people to have kids, okay? Because the more you pressure people to have kids, the more neglected kids they're going to be. If you don't want a kid, don't have a kid. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say here. If someone doesn't want a kid, don't make them have a kid. Because if they have a kid that they don't want, chances are that kid's going to get neglected. And then possibly A, become a serial killer, B, shoot up a school. We don't know. And that's a dangerous game we're playing here. In other news, if you're white, the Winter Olympics are back. Woo! Woo! The only, the whitest thing next to a fucking Southern sorority event, the Winter Olympics are back, everybody. That, it's a great time, great time of year, you know what I'm saying? Fucking, the Winter Olympics, that's literally, dude, that is, it's, first of all, the Summer Olympics are better. That's a fact. They're just way better things. They're like, you know, you got fucking races, you got basketball, you got, I mean, there's just, there's just better athletes in general in the Summer Olympics. But I mean, seriously, dude, it's the white, the fucking, the Winter Olympics are the whitest shit ever. They're also the sports, dude. Fucking leave it up to silly white people, silly little white people to make up, to take a regular sport and go, how can we make this so dangerous to the point where I might paralyze myself? How can we take this to an unnecessary level of danger, right? Like, you look at it. Some of these sports are, like, the craziest shit ever, right? Like, for example, you got that one. I don't know what it's called, but there's this one where it's literally cross-country skiing mixed with rifles. Have you seen this shit? I don't know if you've ever. It's the wildest shit ever. Like, I, the first time I ever saw it, I go, this is clearly, is this an SNL skit? Like, is this a joke? Like, what's, like, what's happening, Right? I mean, seriously, you're putting these people on skis and then midway through the race, they just pull this fucking rifle off their back and start shooting targets like that. I mean, talk about an unnecessary sport. I don't know who the fuck made this shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like who the fuck thought that this was a good idea? I mean, clearly America probably wins every single year, right? Right? Like what are we doing here? Are we training for sports or are we training the next school shooter? Like what? I mean, we're, lit, we're we're advancing the school shooters, right? At first, all they did, they came on, they're angry, they got a gun in their bag, but then they look in the Winter Olympics and they're like, oh my God, what if I involve some type of transportation to get away? And so like now, what are you going to do, right? You got these fucking, all these fucking white kids doing fucking cross-country skiing with the fucking, with the rifle on their back. Like, what are you going to do? You get up to the podium and gold for the fourth, <laughs> for the for the fourth year in a row, gold to Columbine. And then you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then you're like, right? I mean, sure, it's like gold to America, but I mean, come on. Come on. You know, come on. We all know what it is, right? What do we, we're teaching, it's almost like you're teaching these school shooters a little bit too much, right? They come down, right? Say the school shooter, right? Lives in Colorado, possibly. Let's say that. They, there's a big snow day. 
then you're like, oh, thank God, everybody's safe. There's too much snow outside. This school shooter's like, ah, 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 not so fast. Ah, 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 not so fast. Let me grab my skis. Next thing you know, this kid's got a rifle on his back skiing down this hill. Sees one of the kids from school. He's like, Timmy, what are you doing? We don't have school to... <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, where, where are you going? Where are you? Is that a gun on your? <laughs> if you laughed at that, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That joke might have been a little too far. But right, the Winter Olympics, they're taking shit just a little bit too far. And it's kind of crazy. Like I was saying earlier, it's almost like people looked at it, right? They see like a regular sport like skiing. And they're like, how can we put ourselves into the ER, right? And they always sort of like, I'm just an adrenaline junkie. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm not convinced that you are, right? And it's the same thing with all these people that like, right, that like jump out of airplanes every day. They're like uh, skydiving instructors are like, I just love the thrill. But deep down... In reality, they're like, they wake up every day and I, they're like, I really hope that parachute doesn't fucking open. Like, I'm sick of this shit. Like, <laughs> they're like, I just, I just love the thrill, man. I think you're suicidal and you should talk to a therapist, right? I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these people, you could solve a lot of problems. All they do, they go to therapy, they figure it out. And the next thing you know, they're like, I actually don't want to jump out of airplanes anymore. That's fucking psychotic. I don't know why I ever did that. That's fucked up. That's, that's fucking insane, you know? <laughs> and it's the same thing with these people at the Winter Olympics. They're like, yeah, they're like, do you ski? They're like, well, I sort of do. You know, like they went from like regular, just like skiing, like slalom and stuff, which that makes sense. Like you're racing with skis. That's, I agree. That's like a normal thing. Same thing with like snowboarding, like racing and shit like that. But then you look at like these other people and they're like, that's cool. That's cool. That racing thing. But what if we got like a really big ramp and I fucking launched myself 130 feet in the air and then try and not kill myself? I think that would be a pretty cool sport, you know? (laughs) And then every year, who wins? The person who doesn't break their fucking femur wins. That's, you know, every time, dude, we're just watching these people fly into the fucking 80 feet into the air and then try and land this shit. Then we're all just staring at them. We're like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, it's like, what, what led you to this? I also don't understand. How do you get some of these sports in the Winter Olympics? How does one even pick it up? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, for example, like, uh, what's that one with the sweeping with the brooms? The fucking with the disc, you know? Curling, dude. How does one get into curling? There's no athleticism involved in that. How dare you call that an, a fucking Olympic sport? That's ridiculous. That's, that's insane, dude. I do that every day with the fucking Swiffer wet jet and my dog. He hits his little ball. I hit the Swiffer wet jet. I'm like, we got him. Got him. Hit the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I don't get a thrill out of that. I don't understand anybody who gets a thrill out of that. I feel like the people who join curling... They're just people who are having like a midlife crisis. They're like 45 years old. They're watching the Olympics one day and they're just like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to go to the Olympics, right? They're just like depressed. Their wife just left them. Their kids fucking hate them. They're like, dad, you're a loser, right? And then he's like, I'm going to show them that I'm not a loser anymore. (laughs) I'm going to show them that I'm, that I'm the man that they all wanted me to be. And then he gets on TV for curling and he thought like his family was going to love him. But in reality, they're all just blasting him on Twitter. They're like, oh, that is not my dad. What a fucking weirdo. He fucking, what a, what a fucking creep. Yeah. I don't know. My dad, like 
They're like, is that your dad on TV? No, I don't. Uh, I think he's just like, uh, I think he's a janitor for the Olympics. He's like sweeping the ice or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's. Ha- I think he's just having a mental breakdown. Ignore him. It's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Curling. Like, what do you even do with that? Also, like bobsledding. How does one? How does one get into bobs? I don't even fucking know anybody. Who's been like, yeah, I tried bobsledding for a little, but then I went back to basketball. Like, that's not a sentence that you say. Like, you don't just you don't just stumble into bobsledding. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just like a it's not just like a thing you do. Or like the one the one thing where like the people they literally get on sleds and they just like slide down ice. And then like the announcers are like, This is incredible. Dude, I fucking I've done that in my in my alley. I've done that down my alley. Okay, they're like, look at them sliding, gliding on the ice so seamlessly. I've done that in my backyard. Okay, it's called eating shit on the pavement. I've done that. I've d- am I an Olympian now? Because I fucking ate shit when I walked down my steps this morning. <laughs> am I an Olympian? Right. I built a ramp of snow. We had a big snowstorm when I was really young. I built a ramp in my yard, and I would like do jumps off of it in my sled. Does that make me Olympian? An Olympian now? Should I? Should I have? dropped everything and tried to join the team and then everybody will be like no but it's like it takes a lot of courage and um you know it takes a long time to be able to get there dude i guarantee i don't mean to be a cocky piece of shit but i'm 100 percent. actually i'm one i will bet my life savings on the fact that i could join the curling team tomorrow like that's i mean what's so difficult about it you sweep a broom you throw a disc and everybody's like it's just about it's about muscle memory it's all it's all in the it's all in the arm it's all it's all in the brush strokes listen buddy it's really not that difficult it's really not something that you need to be so proud of right that snowboarding yes that's different skiing yes that's different obviously there's sports in there carrying a rifle on your back whether or not that breeds more school shooters it is impressive to say the least like i mean some of them like you know Obviously, like figure skating, like I was saying, figure skating is one. I'm reading the uh, uh, sports right now. Figure skating. Um, the luge, I didn't know what that was. I thought it was like somebody was like drinking beer out of someone's asshole, but that apparently was only on Jackass and not in the Olympics. I, if that was in the Olympics, I'd watch that. You know, <laughs> somebody's on a sled just like chugging fucking three, 240 handles. That would be funny. Just do tape 240 hand two handles no fuck 40s tape two handles of vodka on each person's hand and then they have to drive a sled while belligerently drunk that's a sport that i would be impressed with bobsledding whatever do it drunk that's what i say to that i think if you throw it right curling that's a stupid ass sport involve drugs i'm watching that i'm not getting excited when america fucking hits the scent, this other pin or fucking disc, right? Like the actual Olympics, I'm like, let's go America. The Winter Olympics, I'm like, let's go Sean White. Like, I don't care about anybody else. Fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> you know, they're like, look at, look at what they're doing. They fucking, they jumped 130 feet in the air and they landed. Congrats on not fucking killing yourself. I don't know what else you want me to say. You know, it's really not, <laughs> it's not something to necessarily be proud of. You're just a little bit, you're just a little bit insane. And your parents had too much money and you thought that you needed to jump 130 feet in the air to enjoy yourself. You don't. And just acknowledge that the Winter Olympics are kind of stupid. Right? Am I still going to watch them? Yeah, probably. I mean, actually, probably not. I actually don't really. I'm just not a big. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In my life, I think the proudest relationship that I have is probably with myself. And I know that sounds a little silly, but like, you know, I get ADHD, shit like that, a lot of shit going on in the noggin. And so... I think it's always important, and even if you don't have all that shit going on, because everybody's got a little bit of shit going on. Some people say more severe, less severe. I don't like saying that because everybody's problems are unique to their are, are are unique to them, right? And so one thing that's hard for somebody else might not be hard for a different person, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter because everything matters. So a common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But I can tell you right now, my relationship with myself hasn't been easy because of the mental health struggles and stuff like that. So therapy can actually be a place to work through those challenges you face in your relationships, whether it's with your friends, work, significant other, or yourself, or anyone. Therapy is great because it helps you, you know, be able to get some positive coping skills, set boundaries, but it also helps you just like talk things out because sometimes that's all you need, you know, because sometimes talking to yourself doesn't really help, but just talking to someone else and verbalizing what you're feeling can kind of get you on the right track and sort of help you maneuver struggles and challenges a little bit better. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash cause today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash cause. Now back to the episode. As much as I played sports in my life, I'm not as big of a sport guy now really like i'll watch sports on occasion but i'm just like i can't i just I, I don't know i just can't really get into it and i don't know what it is about it like i rarely watch sports anymore i just i don't know man i don't know this is making me sound like such like a fucking loser like i'm just like just like i don't like sports man i'd rather just like sit by the fire grab a good book and like learn like that's what i would rather do <laughs> fuck you cause you pete loser yeah i know Actually, I would not rather do that, though. I would much rather watch, you know, large men run into each other at full speed than, you know, read fucking Shakespeare. That's, I mean, that's a fact. I mean, I think everybody could agree on that. But at the same time, if you're like, do you want to watch golf or do you want to watch Iron Man? I'm going to say Iron Man a hundred million times. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, golf is fun when it's like the last two holes. And everybody's like really excited. But like, I don't understand people could like sit there and like watch, right? You ever see these people? My uncle is one of them. I don't know how he does it. He loves golf, absolutely loves it. But I don't know how he does it. He'll like watch like the Masters. He'll like watch it from hole one, you know, from like the day that it starts, I think on Thursday, I believe, and like watch all of it all the way through Sunday. And it's like, how do you fucking, how do you watch like hole one on Thursday? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you sit there and you're like, this is great. Like, this is unbelievable. Like somebody like hits, they hit like a birdie on the first shot. You're like, this is, this is art. This is a beautiful thing to watch. Like, that's so boring. I would never want to watch that thing in my life. But I mean, you know, different strokes for different folks. No pun intended. You know, golf strokes. I wasn't talking about jacking off, but you know, strokes, folks. Moving on. I have a story for you guys. I went to my first open mic yesterday. I know a lot of you guys, I've been talking about it for a while, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, then I'm going to get into stand-up. I went to my first open mic yesterday. Nobody fucking told me how terrible these things are, dude. Nobody explained anything to me. I didn't know. I just walked in. I found this little comedy place that's like that was really far from my house. I drove like a solid hour, which was like totally not worth it for the fucking five minutes I had on stage. Listen, this is what happened. I'll tell you the whole thing. So this is kind of how it went down. So I show up. I'm looking around. Everybody's got a fucking notebook. I'm like, what? I'm like, what fucking loser would forget their jokes? I got on stage. I forgot my joke. And so 
I didn't know, dude. Apparently, that's common knowledge. You bring your notebook with. I left my notebook at home. I had my jokes. I was like, my jokes are up in my little noggin here. I don't need anybody. I don't need to be looking at no notebook, looking like a fucking newbie up here. Apparently, it's not a newbie move. Apparently, that's a very regular thing that comedians do. Nobody told me. I didn't know. All right. Anyways, I get up on stage. I immediately. The thing about this, dude, I didn't know. I get there. I get there early because that's that's what it said in the email. They were like, get here 20 minutes early so that you could sign in and we know you're here. I'm like, all right, cool. I could have showed up 20 minutes, 30 minutes, four. I could have showed up an hour late. They would have still let me on stage, dude. The only people that were there were other nervous comedians waiting to go up. Nobody actually showed up to watch the show. Nobody was there. Like everybody there was going up. There were three people in the entire place that were just there to watch and all of them ordered about 12 Michelob Ultras and got fucking plastered while they didn't and they didn't laugh at one singular joke. Nobody, this is how it went. I know like every, I always hear like other comics, like famous ones, like talk about it. And they're like, you gotta, you gotta go to the open mic, man. It's, it's a learning experience. Dude, that was the shittiest experience of my life because literally, I promise you, going to an open mic it will not tell you whether or not you're actually a good comedian because there were people who went up there and like I was trying to like pay attention and like actually laugh at people's jokes that were funny but everybody was just sitting there and anytime so you would go up the other people were just who were waiting to go up were just writing in their notebook and completely tuning you out so literally all it was was there was just fucking bright ass white lights in my face i couldn't see anybody in the crowd because the lights were so fucking bright and then it, it was almost like i was just sitting there talking to myself and like everybody was like half the time you could like you would hear a laugh or whatever every once in a while like for everybody like you would hear a laugh and like you didn't even know if the joke was like good or not like i promise you i could have went up there told verbatim my most viral TikTok joke or my most viral bit that I've done on this podcast, I could have told it verbatim. I could have played the exact clip from the podcast and I'm not sure anybody would have laughed. Like, dude, it's fucking demoralizing. Like there were people who like in some of these comedians, some of them would go up and some of the people did have a good joke. And then like I would laugh and then I would hear nobody else laugh and I would be like, oh, I'm the only one listening right now. Like that's like nobody's actually paying attention. Like nobody gives a fuck. And like some of these people, it was clearly like their first time on stage. And like some of them, like I think one guy went up and he just went up there and just like said a slur and was like, you can't say that anymore. And I was like, yeah, dude, we know. I am, we, we're 100%. We got that. Uh, we know. We got it, man. Thanks. Thanks for that. I don't know. Was that a joke? Okay, cool. That's awesome, man. Good for you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> like, they just get up and say, like, something terrible. And then people would be like, oh. And then nobody laughed. <laughs> like, what? Like I guarantee, dude, there were a few people there where I'm sure if you gave them a few drinks, they'd come up to you in a party and they'd be like, I don't get why you can't fucking say the N-word anymore. I used to say it all the time. And now it's like racist. It's like it's always been racist. You just said it. That's okay. <laughs> and it was like, cause originally I tried to go downtown to the laugh factory. And that actually has like a crowd, but I would go every week and the problem with the laugh factory is like well, not the problem. I mean, just how it is, is like they pick your name out of a hat, whether or not you're going to go up. And there's a lot of people that show up. So a lot. Of, so I was there for like three, four weeks. I didn't get picked. I wasn't able to go up. Eventually, I did get picked. And then the next following week, the club got shut down due to COVID for two weeks. 
And then my spot got removed. And I was like, what the fuck? And so then I never got to go up. Whereas like the Laugh Factory, that's a way better environment for an open mic. There's probably... might be one of the best open mics probably in Chicago because of the fact that you could go up there. There's an actual crowd who came to laugh, who came to have jokes because I was scrolling through my for you page after I got home last night. And I was like a bunch of stand up comics started popping up on my page who are like very famous. And they were like hitting some punchlines and the crowd was laughing. And in my head, I was like, if you fucking said that in an open mic, you would get stared at. And like, that's not to say that that joke isn't funny, you know, because like it is, But the thing is, is like I realized the only thing people were laughing at was somebody would go up and say just like a slur or they would like walk up there and just say something that was like borderline racist. And then everybody would just like acknowledge that and like awkwardly laugh. And then they would just get off stage. And I was like, this is not comedy. Like, this is not like, what are we doing here? You know, obviously, if I didn't have a podcast and TikTok and I already didn't have a following, I probably would have came home last night and been like, I'm a fucking loser. I should probably never do comedy again because, but then I realized nobody actually pays attention. There was actually one nice guy there who I got off stage and he like fist bumping and he was like, good shit, man. And I was like, thanks man. And I, even when I went up there, I go up, this wasn't even a joke, but they all laughed at it because they thought I was kidding, but I was just dead serious because I was annoyed that nobody listens to anybody. And like, it's kind of, it just feels like a waste of time. I get up there. I'm like, it's my first time but I know you don't give a fuck. And like, I said that like fully, just like meaning it like a like I meant it. And then everybody laughed that like, as if that was a joke, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I know you don't give a fuck. Like that's like in my head. I'm like, I know you don't care. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know. And I get through my bit for like two minutes. And then I'm realizing that like, I hit like two punchlines and I'm like looking around because like, you'll hear a laugh, but you also don't. And then like half the people are like on their phone. I'm like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, what the fuck are we doing? And, like, I get it. Like, every comedian ever is like, you got to go to open mics. I personally think it's, like, different now. I personally think, you know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, I guess you have to, to get gigs. I'm going to have to keep going to these open mics, I guess. I don't know. If, you, if you're listening to this and you're, like, a, you know, promoter, like, a manager or something, like, shoot me a call. If you could, like, get me, like, an actual fucking gig, I would love to do that. Like, I'll drive to Wisconsin or Indiana or fucking Iowa. Like, I'll gladly, <laughs> I'll gladly drive for, like, an actual fucking gig. I'll drive somewhere. I don't give a shit because it was so stupid and it felt like such an unbelievable waste of time because it was just, it was like, I could have, a lot of you, if you haven't, if you're new here and you haven't listened to the first episode, go listen to it because a lot of people... And if you have listened to the first episode, which most of you have, there's a construction story that I have in there that literally everybody loved. The episode killed. It That episode got the podcast to like fucking, I think it hit the charts like number 14 it was on the charts. I promise you if I told that story verbatim, nobody would have laughed at it because they would have all been ignoring me and I would have thrown that story away and thought that it was a terrible joke. That's how crazy these open mics are. Like how just demoralizing they could be. And like comedians are like, it'll humble you. And I feel like instead of humble you, it just like fucking, I think it would discourage most people. I wasn't. I get it that that's how open mics are, I guess. But like, dude, they're terrible. So bad. It was a terrible time, but I don't know. I guess I'm going to try and go to different open mics like near my house or, you know, I don't know. I didn't want to pull the card where I was like, look at my, my semi-successful podcast. Like you should give me a spot. You know, like I don't like, I know like stand up is much different than that, but like I'm, I'm borderline about to pull that card. If I have to keep going to these bullshit open mics where nobody gives a fuck. 
I don't know, man. Like, at least I'm not saying I need 50 or 100 people. Like, just just give me five to 10 people who are there, there to laugh. There was not even one person there who came to actually laugh. That's what's so upsetting about it. I don't know. Um, anyways, on to current events. Um, I guess these aren't necessarily current events, but they're current in my life because I saw them currently. So <laughs> the first one, I saw this thing. Some scientist said that it's probably much easier to teach a dolphin quantum physics than it is to teach a human um, because apparently there's a part of the brain where like dolphin, you can look up the dolphin brain compared to a human brain. It looks much larger. I mean, it is much larger, like size wise, but like at the same time, like he was like, it's probably much easier to teach a dolphin quantum physics than you. But like at the same time, like if dolphins are so smart, then how did they get trapped in a tank at SeaWorld? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if they're so smart, then why do they get caught in fishing nets? Like they sound a little stupid to me, you know, <laughs> like if somebody came up to me and they were like, hey, buddy, we're going to put you in a net and take you somewhere fun, I'm going to be like, how about no? I'm going to be like, I feel like you're going to kidnap me and then make people pay to come see me do tricks in a 30 by 30 foot pool. I think I think that's what's going to happen. You know, if these dolphins are so smart, why no speak English? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sure. Oh, they have sonar. Okay, cool, dude. Is that like slang for like pussy or something like like that? Is that slang for fucking idiot? Like that's what I always do. I always hate I hate when people are like, "Oh, this animal like this animal's actually smarter than us. If they're so smart, why are they in a cage at the zoo?" That's you know, and people are like monkeys are actually very smart. They throw shit at each other. And they're in a cage. Not so smart to me. That's. I just hate the scientists or like really anybody who tries to make that like statement or whatever. Like with dolphins. I can't think of like another animal that people think like really smart. But like dolphins and monkeys in general. People like they're actually really smart. And like they know a lot more than we do. It's like I don't think you know. I don't think they're that smart. You know what I'm saying? Like they're definitely not. You know, they might have some instincts and they might be smart animals, but like, I don't think, you know, I'd love to watch a dolphin drive a car. Oh, they don't have limbs. I'm sorry. That's not possible. And it's like, well, limbs doesn't make you smarter than every. Okay, sure. It doesn't. Of course it doesn't. But at the same time, you know, you see some dolphins that got like, I don't know, washed up on the beach or something. And then they like, can't figure out how to get back into the water. And then they like die. And it's like, oh, so sad. You know, it's like, that's kind of the dolphin's fault. Right. I don't know. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. Think about it. Ponder it. Put it in the old noggin. Decide whether it's a good idea or not. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know how I feel about it. Dolphins. I don't think it would be easier to teach it might sure it might be easier to teach them quantum physics but i don't think it would be easier to teach them how to not get captured so that's just what i'm saying you know what i'm saying there was also that dolphin where was it that like lost a flipper or something like that and they had to that this dolphin died recently i don't know but he like lost one they like lost one of their tails and then they like put him in an aquarium somewhere to like treat them because they weren't allowed back into the wild you know because they like they weren't able to like because they would like get killed or something like that because they because <laughs> they don't have a tail that's not funny that they would die i'm just stating facts but the thing about it is people would be like oh like look at how smart these animals are like you know or the, oh that's another good one too when people are like they're always like my dog's so smart and it's like well it's like your dog also 
thinks that every time you leave, you're never coming back. And then when you show up 20 minutes later, they're like, holy fuck, you've been gone at war for three years. Where have you been? And you're like, I just ran to the grocery store. I needed pickles. And your dog's like, holy fuck, never leave me again. I almost killed myself when you left. I was so scared. Like, you know, like, yeah, I get it. They're smart animals, but like we are smarter than all the animals. Like there is a reason why humans are not at the zoo there's a reason why doll there's a reason why monkeys are not outside of the cages and we're in them you know what i'm saying like there was a point in evolution somewhere where the monkeys were like i'd rather throw shit at other people at other monkeys and then uh, we evolved eventually into what we are now and figured out quantum physics you know what i'm saying like i don't think like all these they're like oh dolphins would be able to figure out algebra they haven't figured out how to fucking make chalk underwater so i don't know how they're gonna do that you know i don't all right. I'd love to see a dolphin build a rocket ship, but I would also love to see a dolphin figure out how to, oh, I don't know, not get killed and or trapped. Just saying by humans, just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, it's just, a, it's just food for thought, food for thought. Kanye, another thing, current events, Kanye, these are always fun. Kanye wasn't allowed to know where his daughter's party was at his daughter's birthday party because he wasn't allowed in because Pete Davidson was there. That's <laughs> that is Kanye made also made a song where he said beat Pete Davidson's ass. This was actually this was very funny. His new song it said, "Look, I'm a big Kanye fan. I really do like Kanye, but Kanye also does take a lot of fucking L's, like a like a, a, like to the point where it's like really hard to back him up at this point. Like it's really hard to be on his side. You know, it's really hard to to be a, a Kanye fan." You know, it's easy to like his music. It's hard to back the guy up as an individual when he just keeps dropping the fucking ball. Like recently in his new song, it says like, um, God saved me from this crash so that I could come back and beat Pete Davidson's ass. And then the ad lib is who? And I was like that. You can't like everybody knows who that is. Like everybody like nobody heard Pete Davidson and was in their car and goes, I wonder who that is. Nobody said that. Pete is very famous now. He's wildly known and he's dating your ex-wife. So I don't know if getting on a song and saying beat his ass and then who after it was a shot. That was definitely, that's an L for Kanye, 1 million percent. I don't know. Kanye, look, there's something about Kanye. He's just, he's handling this divorce not in the best way. You know, everybody that's still on Kanye's side, I feel like it's very difficult to be on Kanye's side because Kanye, like for example, Kim, I think she like moved or something like that. Or maybe she made Kanye leave and Kanye goes, okay, I left. And then he bought the house next door. Like that's like, you're not really getting the hint. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, my, she still loves me. And it's like, she is hooking up with Pete Davidson. I don't think she does. I'm terribly sorry for you. Like... It's just, it's tough to back up Kanye because then literally in the same week, want to know what else he said? In the same week, Kanye says that he aims to meet with Putin and make Russia his second home. What's going on? What is going on? Okay. On Friday, he dropped a track that said, I'm going to beat Pete Davidson ask who asks, who is this? Nobody. He is a somebody. He's very famous, and a lot of people know him. Absolutely. They know that he's hooking up with Kim Kardashian. Absolutely. And so 
to then turn around and say that he wants to be P. Davidson's ass and then in the same week say that he wants to move to Russia, there's a lot going on. That's a lot. You're dropping a lot, Kanye, and I think you need to slow down and really just breathe a little bit and possibly hop back on the meds because it feels like you may need them, right? Let's get into some questions here, some fan questions. Let's get out of here. By the way, if you want to be involved in the fan questions, make sure that you, if you want to submit them, follow the podcast on Instagram at Kicking It With Cause. And every week I post at some point um, questions for the next episode, and then you could obviously submit those, and then we all have a good time, fun time, super fun time, and it's all super fun and awesome and uh, great. Also, just so I don't forget, make sure you rate and review the podcast over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts really helps us out. Um, which actually, before I get into questions, I'm going to read the. I want to do this every week now, where I read a review from one of you guys because you guys leave great reviews, and I want to like read them every once in a while. And so I thought it would be fun to like read it, say your name out here, and just like show like my appreciation, obviously, for you guys, and just reading like some of the fun um, little things that you guys write for me. And we're going to do that right now. Let's look at some of the recent ones. Also, like, you know, if you want to write the review and make it funny as well, like maybe throw a joke in there if you want. I might read it on here. Sure, I might absolutely blast you and say that the joke is absolutely terrible, but I also might read it and laugh and giggle and we'll have a good time and I'll also shout you out. So that's always a fun little thing, you know. So anyways, let's read it here. Um, This one, the title of it, bro, love it. The name is Max Review. Shout out. I don't know if that's your name. Um, I'm going to go ahead and assume that your last name is not Review, Um, but let's just go for it here. This is the review. This is my favorite podcast. First of all, thank you. I'd give you a little kiss on the forehead, but you might not want that. If you don't want me to give you a kiss on the forehead, possibly want me to jack you off. I will also do that. If I ever meet you in real life, just let me know. Be like, I left that review and you said you would give me a hand job and no questions asked. I will give you a hand job right then and there. Anyways, it goes, this is my favorite podcast. First of all, thank you. Love that. Anthony just doesn't give a crap what people think, which is awesome. That's true. I don't care about others. And... <laughs> He is so entertaining to listen to and makes me laugh constantly to his relatable content. I don't know how this episode might not have been as relatable as others. We did start this episode, you know, unless your name was like Jonathan and your girlfriend sucked off the entire frat house. I don't know how this would be very relatable, but I'm happy that you feel that way. So anyways, thank you so much for the review. If you want me to read your review, shout you out. I will do that on here. The only place you could write reviews it on apple but you could leave stars on spotify but do both do both don't be afraid don't be afraid don't be afraid to do both okay get a little crazy do both i'd really really appreciate it um anyways into the questions does ketchup i need this pillow here oh does ketchup belong on hot dogs this is an absolutely fantastic question because i live in chicago where if you tell somebody that you put ketchup on your hot dog they'll tell you to kill yourself and there's absolutely no in between that's okay it's it's been like that my whole life i don't know what like the big deal is with like this like ketchup and like all these people that are like oh well fucking um you know you, you like hear these people you know, especially when I was younger, like people like adults used to like verbally abuse me for putting ketchup on my hot dog. Like I would go up to the hot dog stand and like I would like start to put ketchup on my hot dog and they're like, what? They like look at me and they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, kid? I put ketchup on my hot dog and then everybody's like, what are you? An en- are you an enemy of the state? That's fucking treason, you piece of shit. It's like, I just like ketchup on my hot dog. That's what I don't understand. Everybody from Chicago, you're only allowed to put mustard on a hot dog. And there's some people that like take that to heart. Like, if you put ketchup on your fucking hot dog, you're a fucking piece of shit. And you should drown in the fucking river. And it's like, listen, 
Also, I can't do a Chicago accent because I don't know what one really sounds like. A Chicago accent, I mean, what is a Chicago accent? To be completely honest with you, the best hot dog I've ever had was on a golf course in Michigan, not even in Chicago. And then somebody's probably going to be sitting there who's from Chicago right now being like, you clearly, you never had, you never had Dave's dogs or fucking Tony's cock in your mouth or something, you know, like, or Tony's wieners, you know? It's like, it's like, no, I promise you, like a hot dog's a hot dog. It doesn't really make a difference. Like, I don't care if you want to put fucking jelly on a hot dog, go nuts. I don't give a fuck. Ketchup, mustard, pickles, whatever you like on a hot dog, that's what belongs on a hot dog. And it's kind of like the same thing with like pizza too. Like everybody thinks like everyone's from Chicago. Like if you don't like deep dish, you're a fucking communist or something like that. And that's just not true. You know, like that's just very, that's just completely not true. Like, yeah, I like deep dish, but I mean, I promise you I eat deep dish maybe two, three times out of the year. The other times that I ever eat pizza, I'm eating thin crust because deep dish is a little aggressive. You know, that's a lot of sauce. It's a lot of cheese. It's definitely, you can't be eating that every week because you're going to fucking, you're going to have a fucking stroke. You're going to stroke out at 25 if you eat that shit every week. You got to throw in the thin crust. And so, yeah, put ketchup on a hot dog. If you want put mustard on a hot dog, piss on your fucking hot dog. I don't care. Do you think the Oompa Loompas are a cult? That is a stupid question. Not really, actually. That's a good question. Do I think they're a cult? No. I don't even want to talk about the Oompa Loompas. The only reason I screenshotted that is because I want to talk about the Smurfs and how they're a cult. Listen to me right now. The Smurfs are racist. Let's start there. The only way that you're allowed in the Smurfs group is if you're blue. Racist. Second of all, there's only one girl in the entire, right? Every time I watch the Smurf movie, you want to know what popped into my head whenever I watch the Smurfs? Oh, the Smurfs. Everybody's like, oh, look how cute they are. How are they repopulating? There's one girl. Is she the, is she the squad whore? I'm just saying. Let's just say it how it is. Smurfette, a whore. Smurfette's a whore. Let's start there. And nobody wants to say it. Smurfette, Smurfette is for the squad. She's been passed around. And she fucks everybody. That's the only way. Second of all, they're all blue. And they're all family. How do they reproduce? Incest. That's what it is. The Smurfs are an incestual an incestual cult. And it's gross. Nobody wants to say it. Anthony, it's just a kid's movie. How did they fucking repopulate that? There's one girl. Only Smurfette. Smurfette is the only girl. There might be more now because like Disney or whatever the fuck. They've like expanded it to bring in, you know, to add more women and more inclusivity, blah, 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 blah. But, 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 but. The thing, the problem I have is that for a while Smurfette was the only girl and then there would be like a new Smurf movie and they'd be like, look at the new baby. How the fuck is you, you, you make a new one, huh? How'd you make a new one? Because Smurfette, is just fucking and sucking and popping out babies left and right. Good for her. I mean, she's creating this community, which is a beautiful thing. But at the same time, to create more Smurfs, she's then turning around and having sex with her own kids. And that's what's happening. And I don't like it. And I don't like the Smurfs. I think they're a cult. I think they're a cult. I think they're racist. And it's really weird. And it bothers me. And I can't watch the Smurfs anymore because all I can think about is how they're just fucking and sucking each other. And they're just having this little incestual little chain here. And, you know... The fact that all of the Smurfs haven't popped out with three eyes and four dicks is beyond me, okay? It gets to a point where they're having so much sex with each other that I feel like it's kind of just like a sex cult and they all need to calm down and they need to quit fucking fucking around, right? Papa Smurf? Who's this guy? 
who does Papa Smurf remind you of? Like, who is this Papa Smurf guy? He sounds like a cult leader, right? You know, they're like, oh, everybody loves Papa Smurf. He's the wise one, right? It's the same thing in all the cults. They're like, oh, this guy, he's so wise. He's so brave. You know, he's so wise. He's He's so wise. He's he's so brave. He's uh he gets messages from God. No, he doesn't get messages from God. He just wants to fuck innocent people and ruin their lives. That's what Papa Smurf's doing too. He's so old. Everybody's like, look how nice and wise Papa Smurf is. Papa Smurf is a pedophile. Okay? That's what it is. Papa Smurf, you may not have known this, but Papa Smurf was on Epstein's jet and he's been on that island. <laughs> Papa Smurf was good friends with Epstein, okay? Papa Smurf, I don't know if you know what happened, but the Ghislaine Maxwell case, when they brought it up, they go, what do you know about Papa Smurf? And she said nothing, and the next day, Papa Smurf killed himself, right? Just like Epstein did. Papa Smurf killed himself just like Epstein did. (laughs) They found Papa Smurf's body, and they go, it's an unfortunate thing. He must have had a lot of demons. That's because he knew too much. He knew too much. Papa Smurf spent too many time in that islands. They had too many tapes on him, and he jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm just saying, man. That's what happened. That's what happened. A lot of people were like, what happened to the Smurfs? Papa Smurf killed himself. And then and Smurf went to prison. That's what happened. They're all just, it's all right. Honestly, when you look at it, Smurf Fat, Papa Smurf. Epstein, Ghislaine, it's kind of the same thing, right? They might not have had as much money, but it's pretty much they pretty much were running the same operation there. Pretty much. Just want to just throwing it out there. Just that's what happened. That's a true, that's a fact. You could look it up. If you look, you could look it up. Papa Smurf killed himself. That's a real story. <sighs> Let's move on. <laughs> What's something you could say in stand-up and also in bed? I'm so hard right now. <laughs> Probably wouldn't want to say that on stage. Let's think of another one. Um, oh, Shit, did I come on your face? That would be weird. That would be weird on stage, right? You probably couldn't do that. That would be weird if you like got on stage. Am I doing this right? That might be something you could do that, right? Sorry, I finished early. I was nervous. That's another one. You could say that for both. Sorry, I'm not doing a great job. This doesn't usually, this doesn't happen often. I'm just, too, I'm just a little nervous. <laughs> Can you turn around? I get nervous when you look at me. <laughs> Can you can you not look at me? It makes me nervous. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Just those, I guess. Would you give your newborn child heroin for a billion dollars? I would give my newborn child um, uh, crystal meth for a Hot Pocket and a $20 gift card to Wawa. Anyways, that's... That's the podcast. Rate review wherever you listen or rate review where you don't listen. Follow the podcast on YouTube as well. Subscribe, like the videos, comment. None of you comment, okay? You got to fucking comment, all right? That's how we boost videos. You'd like it. You share it. You comment, okay? Call me a piece of shit. Be like, hey, cause your forehead's looking a little big today, you fucking loser. Say it. I don't give a shit. Only one of you last time. One of you, okay? And listen, there are... I see the numbers, okay? And listen, one, it, that's a, for only one of you to go in the YouTube comments and do what I said is very, that was, that was a low. That was low, okay? How am I supposed to know, right? When these ads are like, 
are are your listeners gonna buy our stuff? I'm gonna be like, I don't know. They don't even comment on things. How am I supposed to know that eventually in the future you guys are gonna follow me to a top of a pyramid and we're all gonna have a, a ritual we're gonna where we're gonna sacrifice each other to the gods? How do I know that y'all gonna follow me up this hill and join my cult one day? Okay, how do I know that you're that you're gonna join my cult? Clearly, you guys aren't at that level yet. So I need you to reflect on your life and I need you to think about it. And I need you to be like, would I follow this man off a cliff? And if you wouldn't, then you're clearly not a good listener. And listen, if you wouldn't kill for me and or kill yourself for me, then you're not a true fan. Okay? And that's just that's just how I feel, okay? So if you're not willing to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge in 2028 together, then don't listen to the podcast. Anyways, thanks for listening. We're going to end every episode like we always do with two claps and a Ric Flair. So can I get two claps and a Ric Flair? Woo! See you next week! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.